Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, Benny and Steve are here, and we go over the first round in our official 2021 NFL mock draft. We do all 32 picks, only one trade. I'll tell you that. Only one trade. We, uh, we didn't trade much, uh, but that was more so them, not me. You know, we, we switched off picks. I just had one big trade that I wanted to make that I feel will happen. This is going to be a fun draft. This is the most fun I've had looking at pre-draft stuff in a very long time because there is so much uncertainty after the second pick, more more like after the third pick. But um, this is going to be a fun draft. And so I'm not going to keep you waiting because it's a longer episode because there's 32 teams. We don't do the full 15 minutes each team. I wish we did. Listen, I wish we could break these picks down forever. How about that? But uh, this is going to be good. Let's see how we do against Mel Kuyper and, uh, and all them folks on ESPN and uh, Bleacher Report. I bet our mock draft beats them. How about that? Put some shekels on it, some coin. Let's win this. Here is Benny and Steven. Hello, boys, and welcome to the Backseat Quarterbacks 2021 NFL Mock Draft. The draft is exactly one week from today, the first round at least. We are not doing all seven rounds here, but we are taking 15 minutes. What? So this is going to be a long podcast. Fasten your seatbelts. Let's ride. First pick. We uh, so we we draw we draw numbers before this, uh, randomized numbers. Uh, what we're gonna do here is we're gonna go. I pick first, Benny picks second, Steve picks third, I pick fourth, so on and so on. We're gonna come to a consensus on some picks, uh, but we're gonna give the freedom of the picker to do what they want with the pick, as long as it's not yeah. rational. So like if I'm the first, I am the first pick. I'm taking Zach Wilson. I'm going to be shot in the head if I did that. Okay. Because that is an irrational pick. So let's get going. Let's just get, let's get right into it, boys. How's that sound? Well, before first let's, let's, how are you guys doing? How are you two doing? I'm doing good. What about you? What about you? You doing pretty good? <laughs> as good as can be. Been as good as can be. Been playing a lot of tennis lately. Uh, Steve, how there you, you doing? <laughs> doing good. New Warzone. Awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> And we will start the draft on the clock. Okay, we're not doing this for everything. <laughs> on the I clock like are the Jacksonville Jaguars. Pencil in Trevor Lawrence for a Hall of Fame career, boys. Um, this is the greatest. Hall of Fame? Yes, listen. Usually you go to Jacksonville to retire or your career goes to die. Trevor Lawrence is going to thrive in Jacksonville. He's probably going to be playing in London. Uh, in about three or four years, so he's gonna be a bloke. Ah. Okay, he's gonna be being paid with pounds. The pound sterling, sterling, my name. Bloody of course. hell! And that's the Jesus. That's a terrible British accent. Um, <laughs> ben, what the hell was that? I my it was half half hearted. We we <laughs> Jesus, you're not getting cast in the Harry Potter reboot whenever it happens. Um, here, this is a no brainer. We're not gonna spend much time on it. Uh, the question here is, do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to live up to the hype or is the hype? What is the hype? Is Will is he it, crumble? Does he have a failure of a career if he's not a multi-time Super Bowl winning quarterback? Right. Is no. he about football enough? No. no. You, yeah, I don't think he's, he needs those expectations. I think he just needs to play good and maybe win one Super Bowl. And that's a pretty good career. Well, he's literally <laughs> expected to be like he's, Peyton Manning, you know? He only well, has two. It's hard say, to be like Peyton Manning. Here are the last 10 first overall picks. Just real quick. We're going to, we'll, we'll, we won't spend this much time on all the players, but the last 10 first, first overall picks in the NFL are as follows. 
Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Miles Garrett, Jared Goff, Jameis Winston, Jadavion Clowney, Eric Fisher, Andrew Luck, Cam Newton, and then Sam, Sam Bradford. Um, he has to be better than all those guys. And I mean, the, the, Which... you know, the, the, the story is not finished on a lot of these players, right? With Garrett, Baker, Kyler, and Burrow, but even Stafford, his career is not even over. So yeah. Hey, he did needs- Sam Bradford retire? Yeah, he's retired, but Thank you, thank you for your, thank you for throwing that in there. By the way, the, the random question about Sam Bradford, Vinny, really, really appreciate. Hey, it. how's Sam Bradford doing? <laughs> <laughs> thank you for He's that. He's not backing up anywhere. Uh, I don't think he is. No, he made so much money off his that contract. He doesn't need to even play anymore. Good for him. The expectation for Trevor Lawrence, though, is that he will be. He's on by many people's expectations the third or fourth best QB prospect of all time, following John Elway. Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. And it's, he's probably above luck is what people say, but it's, it's throwing it up in the air. Um, I think he's going to have a great career. He's, he's polished. He would have been the first overall pick the last two drafts over Burrow and then over Kyler Murray, if he would have been able to come out. So I think he's going to be great. Um, first pick seal it. Congratulations, Jacksonville tanking for Trevor worked. The Jets still delivered are up next. The Jets are on the clock. Benny. Oh, I'm I'm picking third. Yeah, he's picking third. DV. Uh, we're gonna go with another no-brainer. All signs are pointing to Zach Wilson out of BYU. Zachy boy. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Smith, BYU. Dan Smith. <laughs> um with Zach Wilson, I agree, will be the pick. I I don't know. He has a lot of good qualities. And people love him, but I feel like high risers usually end up being a little overrated in their careers. And I feel like if I'm rating the quarterbacks, he's probably fourth on mine, fourth or fifth, probably, probably fourth. Um, But good luck. I like that the Jets got uh, Robert Sala there as the new coach, getting the stench of Gase off of you really, really will help the team grow. Mm. And good luck to Zach Wilson. I think that this is a bad situation though. And uh, realistically, Teams are products of their of their or players are products of their situation more more so than their talent. So he might be good and they might suck still because it's the Jets. What what can we expect? But good luck to him. Um, third pick, Benny. Or do you guys have anything to say about that? Right. Sorry, I don't want to. I don't want to dictate the the analysis. No, I honestly have. I've I started watching some tape on Zach Wilson because I've actually have not not like tape but like YouTube highlights, and because <laughs> yeah. I've actually never seen the man play before. <laughs> so. Because uh, they don't really play anyone, so but Here's he looks my good. Hot take. He looks good, though. I think Zach Wilson could be better than uh, Trevor Lawrence. Okay, Chris Sims. Here's my hot take: Zach hey, Wilson's Chris... lying about his age. How about that? Uh, oh, he already did he go on the mission, mission already. Did he go on the mission? You're know. supposed to do it after high school. Mm, see, there we go. He's like, do you could think be he's going to be successful? Do you? I feel like he might go on a mission midway through his career. I'm going to be honest with you, Benny. Yeah, you remember David right. Archuleta on on uh, on American Idol. He had his he had the music career going. Crush, what a song, right? Do you ever feel? Is that the song? David Archuleta. Wow. A, all right, we're moving on next pick. Great song, David Archuleta middle, reference. One sec, listen. In the middle of his rose budding music career he says i'm going on the mission what if zach wilson does that three years into his career i'm just saying i'm just saying uh but ben, possibility. You, think, you think that he could be better than um trevor lawrence yeah i think he could um i mean he is the guy for me that most 
looks like the the current NFL stud quarterback. You know, he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be a stud throwing on the run. He's got a cannon, um, and you know he might not be that tall, but I mean he's tall enough. Um, but yeah, no, I think he's. I think he's gonna be a stud. Okay, now third pick. Um, here's oh, you're how just moving I'm on. Okay. Yeah, here's how I'm drafting. Okay. I'm drafting as if I'm the team and what pick would I make, right? There's a lot of speculations. I'm not paying attention to speculations, okay? Third pick, I'm San Francisco. I'm taking Justin Fields. Well, okay, that's I know. overrided. Like, you can't do that. This is the, you have to be a legit Why? mock draft. That's not happening. This, how is this not a legit mock draft? Because they're drafting how is that Mac not Jones. legit? It's Really? The case for you can make your case for Justin Fields, and then I'll say why you, they're drafting Mac Jones. Have you talked to John Lynch and in, uh, in uh, Kyle Shanahan recently? No, I haven't, Benny. But I do want to say this: oh, as soon oh. as the trade happened, hey, hey, remember, remember when John Gruden picked, picked uh, Cleland Farrell with the fourth pick? Okay, yeah. well that's a little different. He's actually an idiot. Okay, Kyle Shanahan has described his perfect quarterback as being Kirk Cousins. Okay, they're not going to go for the athletic freak. They're gonna all right. Well. I'm picking Justin Fields. Justin with the Fields third still pick. on the on the board on my mock draft. No, nope, he's still take... he's, he's he has been picked at three. He's gone. No, one sec. Oh, even said the draft starts at four. One second. 2021 NFL draft. The who's picking? <laughs> San Francisco 49ers select Justin Fields. Benny, one sec. Before we move on, here's the thing. When they traded this year's first and two more first for the third pick, they did that knowing who they're taking. They didn't do that to then evaluate the remaining quarterbacks. That'd be extremely irresponsible. So, so listen, one sec, listen. Chris Sims, Chris Sims, who you just referenced when you said you think you referenced him. You You referenced him. Okay. Chris Sims is the one that got, um, I don't listen to Chris Sims. Okay, well, he was all over the internet saying he'd take Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence. He thinks Zach Wilson's the best in the draft. He's the guy getting, uh, uh, what's it called when you get when you get crucified? But w- real quick, Chris Sims has Kyle Shanahan's initials tattooed on his body. Kyle Shanahan has Chris Sims' initials tattooed on his body. They're best friends. Chris Sims said the pick is Mac Jones. Adam Schefter said the pick is Mac Jones immediately when the trade was made. They have inside info. I would think Chris Sims, who is literally a groomsman of Kyle Shanahan, would know what his friend is doing in the draft. And Kyle Shanahan loves quarterbacks like Kirk cousin, like Matt Ryan, like Mac Jones. They didn't trade up to then evaluate Trey Lance, Mac Jones, and Justin Fields and be like, Hmm, we got this pick. Now we could pick between all three of these quarterbacks. Let's see who, let's see who impresses us the most on field or not on field, but in their, in their pro days, it's going to be Mac. All right. Hey, you, you ever think, you ever think that uh, maybe, maybe the 49ers are, are the ones circulating the, the bad stuff about uh, Justin Fields, just so he slips to three to them. What? Hey, Benny, I mean, the first two picks have been the first two picks for, for the entirety in the, in the off season, the jets never considered fields. It's always been Zach Wilson. And of course the Jaguars are taking Trevor Lawrence. So no, if any, if, why would they circulate bad stuff? About All right. Justin? No, sir. Domus. I mean, listen, I put a max bed on Mac Jones being drafted before four, I promise you it, ha- it will happen. I will bet you outside of what the max bet. You remember, me. you remember uh, a month ago where we thought Mac Jones would be picked. Maybe yes. at the end, end of the first round. And then they traded up for him. 
And or then the 49ers made that trade. Did they did they trade everybody up for Mac Jones said it's or did Mac they Jones. trade up for the third pick? They traded up to get the quarterback that they want, which is Mac Jones by every single source that knows this. Vinny, I will bet you right now a thousand dollars. I will do one thousand dollars <laughs> with you that the pick will be Matt Jones. You can have the field, Justin Fields included. Would you do that? One thousand dollars. No, but I'm picking today for the 49ers, and I'm picking. Justin but you're saying Fields. what you think the team should do, not what the team. You're will. you're 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 just mad because you want to pick the you want to pick Justin Fields to the Patriots in this mock draft. I know you do. No, I'm not you even are- saying it like that. You're just you've derailed you've derailed the mock draft with your first pick because you're all trying. Right, all right, to, fine, trying- fine, 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 fine. You okay? Sure. Let's subscribe to all the hearsay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Justin Fields. All right. I mean, not, not Justin Fields. Mac Jones, let's continue. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Whatever, Mr. Dictator. If Every, I am wrong, Benny. Everybody, let's, everybody let's, see this? <laughs> if Stubborn. I, if I'm see, wrong. Why picked, that's why I picked my my motion for the, the here, mock here, draft. Hey, I'm just going to go look up uh, CBS mock draft, and I'm going to pick who the, the experts say is going to be picked in this draft. I, I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> Pretty much. We ain't, we ain't no. Mel Kuyper. I'll tell you the truth, Benny. Um, right, we spend this much time. I'm going to be done. This is going to be this pitch. is going to be the pick we spend the most time on because this is the most controversial pick because I think they're taking Mac Jones. Benny, you actually think they're taking Mac Jones, right? You just said you're picking who you no. think take. You think they're taking Justin Fields? You truly believe that? I, I, they are. I, I, no, I don't. He has epilepsy. That, that story not, just. Listen, do you think that's a good? You think that's going to? That's, that's not that, a red flag. For first me? of all, first of all, that that's not my uh, my rationale in this uh, mock draft that we're doing. I said I was going to pick who I would pick if I was a team. Number two, I don't think it's locked in that they're going to pick Mac Jones, okay? I, I, I don't know. I can't read their mind. I, I mean, sure, some people might have inside information, but do you, do you think that, that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have con- – obviously, they have control of what they can leak into the media. Maybe it's a smokescreen. I don't know. I would say this, and then we can move on. Uh, Kyle Shanahan loved Matt Ryan. Kyle Shanahan – offered Kirk Cousins the Godfather deal just a little less money than the Vikings offered him. Literally a $30 million a year deal for Kirk Cousins. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch was obviously involved in this too with all these things. Kyle Shanahan traded for Jimmy G and then gave Jimmy G this huge deal that they can get out of without losing much money this year, the $125 million. Jimmy G. These are all the same type of quarterback which fits the Mac Jones sculpture. And by the way, Mac Jones was better than Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence this last year in college or Zach Wilson. Right. So maybe he's the best quarterback in this class. I would say, look at who he's playing with. Right. Also had the best team. Yes. Yes. But it's not that far fetched to say this is what's going to happen, especially when every single respected NFL insider, plus the head coach's best friend is saying that this is going to happen. That's all I'm saying. And I agree. Justin Fields should be the pick here. And realistically, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but in a mock draft, you're not saying what you think the team should do. You're doing what you think the team will do. And that's what I, the 49ers are going to draft Mac Jones. And if they don't, I would be, I'd be shocked because. All right, man, whatever you want. Uh, oh Mac Jones, third, third, third overall pick. Okay. Mac Jones. Benny's not going to trade with you now. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Pick four. Let's get, let's get rolling. This is when the draft really starts. I think where there's speculation about a lot of things. So Atlanta has the fourth pick. Um, if San Fran takes Mac Jones, I think a lot of people are going to be looking at this off or offering Atlanta for their pick. Now, Atlanta would 
be smart to say, okay, give us exactly what San Francisco got or what San Francisco gave up for the third pick, right? I don't think want more. Yeah, I know because you're, you're getting the better player. I don't think they're going to get that type of offer from any team. And I think the smart move here is to probably keep the pick actually and take the best weapon in this draft, which is Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Pitts can, he's basically here. This is where I look at it like this. Okay. It's Kyle Pitts and, and Jamar Chase. If you had, instead of, tight end by his name, but wide receiver by Kyle Pitts, name, he would be going here. And that's how you have to look at him. He can block actually a little bit. He's not a great blocker, but he can line up all over. He's a great route runner. He has amazing hands. Um, I think he, along with a couple of the tackles are the most, no doubt, great players in this class. And I I'd say this, if Atlanta gets Kyle Pitts, your offense now is looking really nice. You have Matt Ryan, who's if you look up Matt Ryan's stats, he's really disrespected. He's still statistically phenomenal. The defense is weak, but then you have on, on you have a decent offensive line, and then you have Julio, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, and Hayden Hurst, right? Hayden Hurst is obviously the, the odd man out there of, of being good, but that offense, you're looking at the greatest show on turf 2.0, right? Yeah. That's gonna be a lot of points. So give me Kyle Pitts, fourth pick. You guys, you guys like that pick? Yeah, I like that pick. What about you, Benny? Sounds good. You like it? Nope. <laughs> what would you have done with that fourth pick, huh? I don't know. I'm not picking for the fourth pick. All right, okay. Benny. Let's take the five. fourth pick. That's you, Steven. Yep. Oh, that's me. Um, see, everyone's tempted to take a weapon here, but I, I think they need they need a tackle. And I think the best tackle in that they can take is Rashawn Slater. Ooh. Ooh, no controversy right at the start, huh? With that pick. Yeah, uh, just from what I've been reading, I he's a better plug-and-play player right away than Sewell. So I think Slater's the pick. I'm not going to push oh. back too much on that. I think they're going to go with Chase, but that's just because that's Burrow's guy. Although they need, desperately need, their line is awful. It's one of the you worst. See, you know, I yeah. saw a picture of the Bengals with their new jerseys, unveiling their new jerseys. And the only thing Green. I noticed was how big that scar on Joe Burrow's knee is. And that's the reason you take offensive linemen the, here. The only thing I noticed is why was Chad Johnson there? It's like the old guy showing up to a fraternity to hang I out. I didn't see him there, the but I, I, I was just looking at the scar on Joe Burrow's <laughs> knee. Couldn't get it out of my eyes. Um, I like that. I like that pick. I actually think that's a practical pick, but I feel like they're going to go Jamar Chase. But Okay. Moving on to pick six, it's Miami. Benny. All right. Miami. Dolphins. I'm taking Jamar Chase as the Dolphins. That's a good pick. That's, this is how I think it actually is going to happen. Um, yeah. So here's why. I mean, they don't really have any weapons for Tua. I mean, who, who was his best target? Uh, Devontae Parker, which is a good receiver. Probably Preston Mike Esky is probably the best target that they had. Yeah. Preston Williams, yeah, Mike Gesicki, not nothing, nothing's crazy, right? Like, um, and you know, I think that um, they could pick a quarterback if they wanted to, but I don't think I don't think they're moving on from Tua yet. And I think you know, Jamar Chase, that that's a great great pick to help out their young quarterback. So, yeah, Jamar Chase, maybe we're overthinking. Uh, Kyle Pitts, and I, I know I just said he's the best weapon in the draft. Jamar Chase was so much better than Justin Jefferson two years ago. He was so much better than uh, mm-hmm. 
Jerry Judy or Henry Ruggs or any of these guys last or Devonte Smith last year. And I, I mean, he's the only reason he wasn't the first wide receiver off the board last year or the first weapon off the board last year was because he had to stay in college next year, which he sat out uh, kind of stupid by the way, that he was that with COVID and stuff that he wasn't able to come out early on in, in my opinion, but doesn't matter what I think. Um, that's a great pick for the dolphins. We'll see if two is good or not. Right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a prove it year for him. Chase in his uh, last year, he played 1800 yards, 20 touchdowns with one of the best college football teams of all time. Okay. Number seven, we got the Lions. I think here's here's the thing that I think can happen. Lions are either going to take Panay Sewell or they're trading the pick. Uh, and I think they're going to trade the pick because this is not a team that needs to be in a win-now type scenario. I think that they are they're going to stink, right? Like they're pl- they're probably going to be the worst worst team in football ne- next year. Unless we get good golf, right? But we're probably going to get a couple stinky golf games. Yeah. So maybe a mediocre or, team. Or maybe they go quarterback here, right? That's the other option. But I don't think that they're going to hop off golf right away, right? I think golf they is... Seem, they seem to be high on golf. So yeah, I he gets at least gonna... one year. And if they stink, then they get top, top next year. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this is a trade. And here's the potential trade partners, okay? Mm-hmm. You got Denver and you got the Patriots. And that's pretty much it for who can really move up where you aren't going too far down. I think Denver's going to stay put, and I think Denver gets a quarterback, right? I, I think that's that's part of the reason. because I, I, I've, I've heard reports that they're, they would be fine with Fields or Trey Lance. So yeah. they're, they don't want to move up because they know if they move up, one of them's going to get picked. So they're fine with either or. So I don't think they care that much. Yeah, I think the Patriots move up here. And I also have heard the same thing about the Patriots being fine with either quarterback. I think they move, make their move to pick seven with the Lions. I know I said that I was hearing, and this was actual source stuff that I was hearing, that they were looking at pick four. But I think the, the, the bargaining for pick four is just too high for Belichick to take. I think to move to seven, you're giving up 15 next year's first. Probably Stephon Gilmore. Um, and probably a second or third this year, which is actually not that much. Pick seven, New England Patriots. Give me, give me the motherfucking Mac, man named Justin Fields. Boom. Mac, Mac Jones? He's off the board, Benny. He's still on the board, I thought. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay, nice. Good. Give me Fields. I see, uh, why, you it, wanted, I see how, why you wanted this pick and why you didn't want Mac Jones or why you didn't want Justin Fields. I wanted the three. seventh pick because I think this is the Patriots moving. Yes, and I'll tell you this, Benny. I'll, I'll do you one better. If they get Justin Fields, ooh, I might, I might drink into a coma. I'll celebrate so hard. I love Justin Fields and all the bad news coming about out about him. Not bad news, but like you know the 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 opposition research that's gone on into him is actually crazy. I think he has a chip on his shoulder coming to New England, being mentored by Cam. Uh, is the perfect situation for him. And I think he's obviously going to be a week one starter. I've read actually, and I, I, God, I hope it's not true that the Patriots have looked at exploring for trading for Jordan love. Um, if they did that, I would be, I'd be very angry. Cause if they like Jordan love so much, just draft him last year. Don't give up any assets for him. I think Justin Fields is maybe Jordan loves amazing too, by the way. Well, so, there's, yeah. Uh, who, who, who had the Packers picking Jordan love last year? 
Yeah, nobody. Honestly, no <laughs> that was really odd that they picked him. Yeah, the draft's pretty unpredictable, huh? Yeah, except for the first three picks this year. Uh, <laughs> so with pick seven, we're going with Justin Fields, Ohio State quarterback. Welcome to New England, my friend. Pick eight. Nice. Pick eight. Uh, I think it's going to be a weapon, so I'm going to go with who I think is the next best weapon, and that's Devontae Smith. Ooh, okay. Ooh. You, you don't think it's the other okay. Uh, no, I think they want weapons more than a uh, tackle. Their their line is not as bad as as Cincy, so I don't think they're looking at that. I think they want a weapon. I don't know who they're going to pick actually in the draft. But I think they're going to pick a weapon. I ask you this: I'm fine with you taking Smith there, uh, obviously, but I, I, Robbie Anderson, uh, Moore, McCaffrey, the you get. If you're getting Sewell, who's 19 and looks like the next Joe Thomas, I kind of feel like they're going with that over the weapon. But yeah, I'm fine with you putting Devontae Smith there. I do think Devontae Smith might slip, actually, though. He's 160 pounds, and that's scary to teams. And I I don't think it matters, really, because it's production. not It's more so production instead of size. And I think... You know, people are like, all these other small receivers never worked out that well. Well, all those guys also weren't Heisman winners and dominating the best college defenses in the country week after week, okay? I don't want to hear any of that. Ted Ginn wasn't as good as Devontae Smith, so quit that. But, yeah, I'm fine with that pick. I just feel like they might go with a uh, with protection instead of weapon. But it's a it's a flashy owner that probably wants Darnold yeah. to be successful, so yeah. you might be right. I think it's another prove year for another quarterback with Darnold, see if he's legitimate or not. Exactly. Pick nine, Benny. Denver. I also like that pick, Steven. I also like that pick. Oh, yeah, sorry, um, pick nine, Denver. Uh, yeah, I, I think that whatever quarterback is on the board here, they're taking them because Drew Locke's not the answer. Um, and the only guy left on the board, Trey Lance. Trey Lance, Denver Broncos. I like that pick. I think that's a great pick. I, it's hard to tell if he'll be successful in the NFL just because he did, he only played one year. He didn't lose a game, right? And he, but he he's, played a, he's a project. Coast. He's a project. But this is what I'm saying. Who has Zach Wilson played, right? Like things like that. It's like we we we're if I'm doing just physical tools. Well, I Trey mean, Lance he did is, play a whole football season, you know. So that's a lot of reps, you know. Yeah, but I, I'll do this. I'll I'll give you this. Okay, Zach Wilson last season. He played last season too. He had 11 touchdowns, nine picks. Okay. Last season. Yeah. Uh, 62% completion percentage. How many games did he play? He played nine games. This year he played 12. Yeah. This year he played 12 and he was 33 and three touchdown interception. uh, Mm -hmm. And then uh, 74% completion rating. Right. So he was way better, but he's not playing anybody. Like if you look at their schedule and then Trey Lance, his season last, last season, 28 touchdowns, zero picks. 67% 67% and then they only played one game this year and I don't care but if you look at BYU's schedule I'm I can uh let's see BYU 2020 the, the best team they played was Coastal Carolina and they lost them there you go so I mean like I think we're putting physical traits Trey Lance is better than Zach Wilson I don't care and I understand people like Zach Wilson and he's he's been cool okay I like Trey Lance so if the, if the I'd be happy if the Broncos got him. If the Patriots got him, if any, if any of these teams got him, I think he's got a promising career, but he might actually not be ready to start day one. So Steven RIP to yeah. your team this next season. It looks yeah. like another, let's get, another, let's get another pick, another top pick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> Am I up? Number uh, 10? Yep. Number 10. Dallas. Dallas Cowboys. gets the best defensive. The, Dallas gets their pick of the defensive side of the football here. Okay. Which no they really need. Has gone <laughs> yet, which is extremely insane. And this is probably how it actually works out. I don't think defense is very deep in this draft. The only position that's pretty deep is corner. I would say corner seems pretty deep. Um, so they got their pick of cornerbacks. Okay. You have Sertain, you have Farley or Farley. You have Sertan Farley. Yeah, whatever. But you have Horn. I know that I pronounced that one right. <laughs> he just, just pronounced both of them wrong. <laughs> uh, whatever. Asante Samuel Jr. is in this draft. A lot of, lot of ch- children of former NFL players playing DB right now. I think they're going to take, how do you say it? Sertain? Sertain the second? Sertain. You're, you're also uh, missing J.C. Horn. I said him. He, he's, he said uh, that. I mentioned he said him. that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, former, or not, son of former NFL receiver Joe Horn, who famously pulled the cell phone out of his sock. Great celebration, my friend. I hope the son has it in him as well. <laughs> I think they're going to take Patty S. the second from Alabama. Okay, I'm not going to try to pronounce that name again. I think he Uh is the best corner in this draft for their scheme. Of course, Dan Quinn plays a lot of cover three. I personally think, um, I I think Horn is the best corner in this draft, but he plays man. And I think he would look terrible in a cover three scheme because he didn't do that at all in South Carolina. He's a, he's a press cover corner. So give me the guy that will, be plug and play in the system played under Nick Saban, obviously. Yeah. Saban DB. Yep. And I think this is going to be a good pick Dallas. It's not a flashy pick, honestly. Right. But they don't need flashy picks. I think they're going to take this guy. I know that, I know that Sewell, Sewell hasn't gone yet. And realistically Sewell would go here. Okay. Like if, if he's still on the board, he is going to Dallas, but I don't think he will be on the board. So I'm drafting who I think actually is going to be drafted here. And I think, the Giants are going to take uh, – you get, you get that pick, Steve. But I, I'm going to take Sertain here, uh, Sertan, Patty S. the second. And yeah. uh, lock and loaded, good luck good luck to you in Dallas. You're going to get thrown out a lot. You might have a chance for a lot of interceptions on my friend. Give me yeah. Patty. We'll um, make this one a quick one because – Pick don't 11, think, Giants. I don't think, I don't think Sewell's going to fall that far. So uh, Slater, honestly, probably in actual drafts will probably get picked here. But I think – Slater's better, but let's let's pick a Sewell here because they need their tackle is honest. They're they got a tackle line. last year. Uh Andrew Thomas. You pair him and Sewell up. Yeah, if it's gonna Thomas be- gets a little if Thomas actually he was the first tackle drafted last year, too. So they're getting Sewell and Thomas. If this works out, you got a duo for the next 10 years plus after an insane duo if they both live up to their potential. It's gonna yeah. be insane. And Daniel Jones is not the answer here. Uh, I don't think so. This is his last season. They're going to stink again this year, even though they got weapon help. Uh, if Danny J, if Danny Dimes isn't good, they're going to be primed to draft a QB next year. So uh, give them, get, get the rest of the team good and then plug a quarterback in. That's how I look at it. I like that pick. Benny, pick 12. Yep. Philly. Pick 12. Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles uh, are going Micah Parsons here. Ooh. Okay. Here, here's why I got. Here, here's why. Pulling up the Philadelphia Eagles depth chart right now. You want to know who their starting linebackers are? No. Tell me if you ever heard of them. A bunch of trash hands. Alex Singleton, Eric Wilson, and Sean Bradley. Ooh, I don't know any of those people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, right? Let's get an impact player on the defensive end, Eagles. Okay? That's that's what I'm going with. Micah Parsons. Love that draft pick. I love that draft pick. I've seen uh, Quiddy Pay. Been mocked to the Eagles quite a bit. 
Uh, I also think that there's a good chance that they go offense and get Waddle, but they do need defensive help. <clears throat> Very yeah, bad. They, I mean, they already have some studs on the defensive line, you know. Uh, I don't know about uh, partic- particularly on the edge. I know they have um, what Fl- Fletcher Cox. Um, and they also – okay, I'm looking at their depth right now. But they have Derek Barnett and, and Brandon Graham. Derek Barnett's pretty young. Uh, he's, he's pretty good off the edge. Um, Josh Sweat's pretty young. I think that um, – I don't know. I'm going, like, need-based here for me. I just so, don't – Question about Parsons, though. Isn't he – a pass rusher? No, he he's a, he's a uh, inside he's an inside linebacker, like yeah. he's like an off off the ball linebacker. Okay. Yeah. Yep. He's he's kind of a do it all kind of guy though. So. Well, I he, just he, see that his uh his coverage skills are uh, PFF says he's not good getting coverage, but yeah, I don't he, I don't know he, much about him. I know he's a good, I know he's a stud linebacker. That's gonna be the first linebacker. Yep. Okay, we're on to thirteen. Yeah. I'm That's surprised that Jalen Waddle's still on the board. I do, <laughs> but uh, with the, the Chargers are going to take either Waddle or who I think they should take, the next best offensive lineman in this draft, which is uh, Christian Derisaw from Virginia Tech. He was phenomenal this last season, and he actually played this last season. And I think this is the solidly – there's a top two, and then there's a, a, a kind of drop-off. But this is a deep tackle class. There's a lot of, you know, if you need to tackle in this draft, you need to take one in the first round because the offensive line play from most draft classes has just been pretty piss poor. Last season was good. This season's good. Um, you're not going to get many of these because of how college offensives play where you could just plug in people because college offenses are so much different than the NFL. I guess it's changing a little bit, but give me Christian Darisaw here. Chargers, protect your man. You already got the best, I think, the sneaky best signing of the offseason with uh, Cordy Lindsley being your center, the best center in football. Match him with a good tackle. Build that line. Protect Herbert at all costs. Jay Herbs, pick 14. Or what do you guys think of that? I think it's a good pick. Benny? Benny's muted. Oh, he's stuffing his face. Oh, my God. Benny, are you eating an ostrich egg? (laughs) <laughs> some trail mix um no i I, li- I like that pick i mean i you know i'm not digging in too deep on on what the chargers need you know but i always i mean i think that um offensive line like, like offensive line talent is always great to pick in the first round honestly so i like the pick cool uh thank you you're up steve 14 vikings <clears throat> yeah so the Vikings also need offensive help, so uh, I'm going to take Tucker at USC. Oh, offensive linemen are going fast now. Yeah, I think I think they're also a team that uh, I think they're going to hope that one of these guys fall, but I think they might slightly reach for 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 some help on the offensive line because the only other position they I mean they could take a safety here too. I could see them doing that, but I'm going to go I'm going to go with offensive line. Okay. All right. Um... So, the Lions. Now, the Lions. Lions. Okay. We'll go uh, Jalen Waddle, the Lions. That's okay. Um, they just lost Marvin Jones in the offseason, if I'm not mistaken. They did. Um, and, and they just uh, – Kenny Galladay. Up and... Did they lose Kenny Galladay as well? Or did they He's on the Giants now. Up? He's on the Giants yeah. now. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, they huge lost, need. They lost huge. two amazing receivers. <laughs> Yeah, huge need. Um, if Waddle falls to them, it'd be a perfect pick for him. 
Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go Jalen Waddle. Cool. I, that I love. I love that pick. Um, if he slips there, if they if they move down and they still get, uh, I think either the second, two B as terms of wide receivers, that's a great pick. Um, they need help. That's a very bad team. Uh, the sixteenth team, the sixteenth pick is owned by the Arizona Cardinals. I think the Cardinals probably would have wanted Waddle if if possible because they just want to stack that offense as much for uh, Cliff Kingsbury and they have so many good receivers. They really yeah, I don't think they Waddle. need it, but I think they I think they need to go corner here, and I'm going to go uh, Caleb Fairley Farley Fairley. What? How do I pronounce that name? Fairley. I think it's Farley. Farley. Whatever it is, I think that's he's going to be picked here. This is the best corner in the draft. Okay, he's had some pretty bad back injuries though, to where he might have a short career, which is where you're really risking it here. If he was healthy, he would have been picked by the Dallas. Uh, but he had a back surgery just recently, which is the exact same back surgery Tiger Woods had a fusion of the spine. Not good, but when he plays, he's great. And I think he's in a play. I don't think it will affect him as much as, as some people are scared and he he's past physicals and stuff. So Arizona gets a steal here, especially if, uh, if my boy Caleb F is, uh, is good. <laughs> What you guys think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that Farley. Pick. Yeah. Yep. They, I mean, especially in the division they play in, they they can get. You need a good secondary. So replacing Patrick Peterson too. Big shoes to fill. Yeah. Big shoes to fill. Good pick. You are up, Steve. Yeah. Um. So the Raiders need a ton of help. Think, <laughs> think outside of the box. Think outside the box here. I think John all my Gruden. picks. I think all my picks have been outside the box. <laughs> um. You know what? I think J.C. Horn goes here. A little outside the box. Their secondary is – their whole oh. defense sucks. So, let's get some secondary help out there because they're going to need it too. They play a lot of <laughs> crazy teams, a lot oh. of offensive weapons. So, that's who I'm picking. Yeah. The hey, I, I made a Raiders pick, outside the box pick. Yeah, no, that is outside the box. I think it's a bad pick, but I think that – you know, if you're drafting for the Raiders, <clears throat> that's really I'm all you try- can do. I'm, I'm going to shave my head and then get in the mind of John Groot. <laughs> <laughs> put, put, put the who'd wig you, on. Who'd you pick, Steve? Uh, J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I can see that. So, um, yeah. Okay. Pick 18. You're up, he's, Benny. He's pretty fast, too. All right. Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins. Let's Dolphins. go. Let's go. Quitty. Quitty pay. Here's why. Pair him up with Emmanuel Agba off the off the other edge. Oh, sounds like dangerous. That. Let's go. Quitty Pay. That is Michigan, dangerous. Right? Good name by also, the way. Quitty Pay. Also, you know, defensive coach over there. Um, I think that you know he'll be uh, especially if the draft goes how how you know we've talked about it. If if they do get um, uh, um, who uh, Jamar Chase at that their their earlier pick. Yeah, they're definitely going the defensive side of the ball here. So, I agree. Um, <clears throat> sorry, you're going to see if two is good this year. Is all I'm saying. If two is not great, you're getting you're getting a great you're getting a guy that should be drafted higher in Quiddy Pay, honestly. And you're also getting uh, Jamar Chase, who should probably be drafted higher. Uh, they need to win a lot of games. They should contend for this division. And there's really no excuse if they don't. I like also. Um, I I think Quiddy Pay probably is the pick if if he's there. Uh, I cannot do this name, but Aziz Ojolari, 
from uh, Georgia. He's been ranked pretty much as the number one edge rusher in this in this class. I think it's going to be between those two, and but I, I like the Quiddy Pay. Um, Washington, I'm up. Name redacted. Yes, Benny. Still haven't got a name for them, so be careful. Although they sent out a list of 40 possible names for their fans to choose from. 40. Yeah. Washington. Yeah, 40. it was really weird that 39 of them were all the same old name. It was weird. <laughs> there were some terrible ones. There were some very stupid there, names. There's, there's some good ones that like people have suggested that I hope they pick. They were on there, I, but I saw a lot of bad ones that, too. That, the color scheme is like one of my favorite color schemes in the whole NFL. So if they pick yeah, a good, good logo. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Washington is going to take an offensive player here. I think their defensive line is probably still the best in football. I think they are going to be wanting to move up for one of the quarterbacks. I don't think they have the ammunition to be able to do so with the price for those picks. So I think they're going to stay put and they're going to be, they're going to be totally fine getting the fourth best receiver in this draft. I think he's the fourth. Uh, I hope I'm not wrong here. Rashad Bateman, Minnesota wide he's receiver. The best. He is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking that. Give me Rashad Bateman to Washington. I think this will piss off the team behind them. Don't think they care. Give me Bateman. Bates? Steve? All right. This is uh, this is the worst pick in the drafts. They literally need a whole new offense. <laughs> like, literally. So this is a team, I think, they're known for making terrible quarterback picks. So I'm going to continue that tradition, and we're going to take Kyle Trask to the Bears. If they do this, Matt Nagy will be fired before the night. Oh pass. my God, Brian Pace. This is one I don't think we can allow. Can we, Benny? Can we allow that Kyle Trask pick? You've already used your veto, Benny. You still have a veto. <laughs> Benny, don't use your veto. Let let Kyle Trask go to the Bears. Let me live this dream of mine. Kyle Trask. What about Kellen Mond or or uh, no? We're taking quarterback. Like they're both ranked higher than Kyle Trask. We're taking Kyle Trask. Jesus. He's actually Kyle Trask is rated higher on PFF than all those guys. Really? Well, if they take Kyle Trask, their fans might actually have an, uh, a s- simultaneous. Annual. I'm going to manifest this pick into real life. Uh, I sure hope they do. I hope I actually hope they take Kyle Trask. Uh, okay. I think it'd be well, I'm not going to really that, say anything. I don't think that's the that pick. would be hilarious. That would He's be off hilarious. the board, Benny, if you're planning to put him on another team. I was not. I was not. <laughs> okay. I got. I got the Colts next. Yeah. Yep. Um, they need wide receiver help. They need offensive help. Uh, really? Tackle, edge, edge help. You, no, they have, a good, mean, they have a good defense. I think they, well, they do help. have a good defense, but I mean, they, they have, a, they have, or, I mean, I guess tackle help. Yeah. They, they could, they could use it, but I mean, traditionally they have a great offensive line, you know, right. And yeah. one of the best offensive lines last year, I think that honestly, or, uh, I think they're they're fine at wide receiver. They have Paris Campbell, Michael Pittman, uh, T.Y. Hilton. I know that T.Y. Hilton, three isn't games what he, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, isn't what he's he really good those idea. three games though. I think Paris Campbell and uh, I mean Paris Campbell. They picked him in the first round last year, right? Yeah, or maybe he was second good round last year. something. No, he was. I think, I think that was two years ago. I, but yeah, I think Pittman was their pick last year. Pitt, and, and yeah, Pitt, Pittman like seems promising enough. I think they're they're gonna go with defense. And so I'm going to pick Aziz Ojolari, the, the edge, edge rusher um, from, from Georgia. I know you said, I mean, I know they already have a good defense. They're, they're, out, they're set at like, um, you know, off ball linebacker with like Darius Leonard and, and Bobby Okariki. And I mean, 
I, I don't know about their secondary. I, they could go secondary here, but I think that uh, corner is a little deeper than edge. So let's go edge here. I like that pick. Best uh, best edge uh, rusher, I think, in this draft. And you're getting him there. Um, no, no, no qualms from me. Okay, we're moving. We can just move right along. Uh, Titans. I think the Titans are the team most likely to take a take a small step back this year, especially with losing Corey Davis, who isn't that great, but is better than they need to replace him probably. Uh, losing Clowney. Clowney doesn't have show up on the stat sheet that much, but he's really good on basically every play is a disruptor. But I think the biggest, I think defensively, there's not great prospects here unless they want to take a corner, which maybe they do, but I think they're going to take offensive line. uh, Cause this is a deep tackle draft. And I know you have, you have a few corners there, but their offensive line, Taylor Luan is getting old, right? I might be wrong there. I think he is. Look, he's been in the league a long time. I'm going to have them take who I think is the fifth best tackle, um, Tevon Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Um, anything to beef up Derrick Henry, because that's really how their team moves. If he's playing good, they're winning games. Uh, and I think that they just want to be – they want to win in the trenches. This is how Mike Vrabel coaches. And anything to beef up that. You know, they tried for a while to, to, to grow the team from the secondary – to the front that did not work. Their secondary has been bad for a long time. And now they're trying to build the front of the defense more so than the back end. I like that. Uh, I think they're going best player here and best player remaining to me is, uh, is the, is the tackle here. I like that pick. Jets second pick in the, which, which, pick the- which who, 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 who Jenkins who from Oklahoma state. Okay. Uh, the jets are on the board. The jet uh, you're on the board, Steve. Again, you get yeah. two Jets picks. You get both the Jets picks. I get both the Jets picks. Yeah, that's kind of funny how that works. So they need – who did I have them pick first? Oh, Zach Wilson. Never mind. <laughs> so uh, I forgot there a second. But uh, we'll go with uh, – we'll get them some corner help. We'll go Greg uh, Newsom, the second out of Northwestern. What makes somebody decide to go the second or junior? Uh, you're born – you have the same name as your dad. But what I mean, why would you do the second instead of junior, or why vice versa? Why junior huh. or the second? Uh, I I think it depends. I don't know. You're planning out. You're planning on a third. But couldn't yeah. you just do junior and then the third? I mean, it doesn't really matter like that, does it? I I don't know. The I second sounds ask, cooler. Because I second. see I see the second and I immediately think pompous douche. Okay, that's what I think. I see. I I'm like, wow. Yeah, me too. Jackasses. Uh, when I see the junior, I'm like, oh, okay, it's junior. If you're the third or the fourth or whatever. Okay, we're not royalty. I know you're the fifth, Steven. Hate you. Um, actually, that's pretty cool. You got the V at the end of your name. Is that on your social security card, my friend? You have the V at the end. Yeah, of your name? I do. So that it, letter is your official identity. Like you're that. That is your official identity on all your taxes. Yeah, it's on my driver's license. Yeah. It throws people off for like when I have to do like government stuff. They're like, "Oh, your last name's V," and I no, it's my suffix. You should. You should. This would be a lot of work for you. This would be a lot of suffix. work. For you, but you should. Uh, you should add a dash to your name. Yeah. Edit all your government IDs and have your last name be Bruin V. How about that? Yeah. See, the only, the only way you can actually like it for it to be part of your legal name, it has to be on your birth certificate. Is the V on the certificate? Yeah. It's on my birth certificate. The V's on the certificate, Vinny. Yeah. If it's not on there, then I don't think like, I mean, you're still like the second or the third or whatever you are, but it, for it to be on like my driver's license, it has to be like on the birth certificate. My biggest 
pet. I didn't know that until I was 16 that it was like actually in my part of my name. (laughs) My biggest pet peeve is NFL players putting senior on the back of their jersey. You force that upon yourself. Okay. You're the one. You you, you You picked that. Yeah, you yeah no, that. I think the V is the that's that's cool. I mean, no one I don't think ever gets to ten, but the X would be cool. If you continue wow. the lineage up to the X, you'll be dead by the time X is born, right? Because you're, you're I might if I live really long, your maybe great, I could grandchild, great 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 grandchild, right? That's like five maybe, generations. Maybe I could have like nine because then it'd be one X, it'd be I X. That that one's please, pretty cool please too. quit it with five. Please quit it. I beg. I'm not. No, no. J- J- Julie hates the fucking name, and I, I, wow, I. Are, it's ending. the The Stephen Bruin lineage is over. I'm not doing it. Down I, goes the king. That's I, sad. It's so annoying when I would go to like stuff as a kid, and it'd be like someone would Stevie. say Stephen, and three people would turn around. Did they call you Little Stevie? It's <laughs> weird. Everyone called me Steve when I was a kid. <laughs> Steve, Steve is such an old man name compared to. <laughs> Just yeah called steve imagine like yeah a year old. what up steve <laughs> i had another nickname but i'm not sharing that one so. yeah ugly steve uh benny what was the your nickname Z. that's a big uh, cool name benny benny oh, yeah it is your nickname. nickname your name is brendan <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> Moving all right wrapped all right brendan right. your picks on the clock you steelers yep. pittsburgh yeah steelers okay here's here's what we're doing here boys james connor goes to uh arizona and uh, Mike, Tomlin's, oh, no. Mike, Tom, Mike Tomlin's seeing flashes of Le'Veon Bell 2.0. Najee Harris, first Ooh. running back off the board. I like it. Najee Harris to the Steelers, baby. And certainly can't veto, and I'm not going I'm not to vetoing this. it. I don't think that's the pick. Well, I'm you, not vetoing it, though. I would you can't say, veto it anyways. No, I wasn't going to try. Well, what's, your, what's your take? My take is, have we devalued running backs to the point where now like we're under drafting them? I think we've overvalued them in, in the past, right? A running back will never be drafted top five again, unless they're literally breaking every single college record in the sec. Like then maybe they're like, wow, this guy's literally the next Barry Sanders. Unless but they're I, like, they're fast, like Barry Sanders and big, like Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. But have we devalued them too much? Because Najee Harris is actually like, you know, when Clyde got drafted last year, every look at our look at every fantasy league his average draft position was top five right like he was literally being looked at as a top five back mm-hmm. because he's on the chiefs uh he wasn't that great a lot of that was injury plagued more so than anything i think but i think we've devalued harris i think that's a good pick i don't think they're going to make that pick because i think they have more needs their offensive lines and chatters big bins bad yep. uh obviously the defense is good so it's going to be somewhere on the offensive side of the ball so maybe they do harris this year and then stink and then draft big bin successor next year because there's no quarterbacks left here. So not mad at the yeah. pick, but I mm. I mean, if they take a running back, they're going to get laughed at. Like, <laughs> well, um, I mean. Hey, that's the way the cookie had, crumbles. Yeah. Exactly. I, um, I next pick now. Next pick is Jacksonville again. I actually, from this is from the Rams because of the Jalen Ramsey trade. I think they're going to do more on the offense just because that's what they're, they're going to continue. They want to stack up Lawrence as much as possible. I honestly don't know this guy. I'm going to be honest with you. Have no clue. Never watched a Purdue game. The last oh. person from Purdue that I know is Drew Brees. Okay. Okay? Had a pretty good career, right? So why not Rondo Moore? Why don't you have a good career? Add him to DJ Chark. Add him to LaVisca Chenault. My friend Tyler Chenault's yep. brother's name spelled differently, but still Chenault. How you doing? <laughs> 
uh, Tyler Chenault, miss you, man. Uh, Ronda Moore, 5'9", 180. Seems like, uh, seems like a soft guy, a little fast guy, quick guy. Um, this, these places I'm looking at rank him as the fourth best receiver in some places. And so, you know what, if you're getting the fourth best receiver with pick 25, give them to me, give them to me. How about that? Rhonda Moore bucket, pretty bucket. Oh, I don't think, Uh, I don't think I'll do that, but not a bad pick. Every mock draft I've looked at has actually had them taking him. And I've looked at like six during this podcast. Uh, so yeah, who knows? I'm I'm throwing darts at this point. Okay, this is just me dart darting the board. Uh, Steve, you're up with the Browns. There is a stud still on the board. Uh, yeah, a couple, I'm, a couple, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about taking him, but um, give me. I think one of my favorite players that I I've been watching. I would some guy made a video on him, and I I I, I think he's gonna be great. So give me Jeremiah at Notre Dame. Pronounce the last name and you can make that pick. Uh, Uwasua Koromora. Oh. Not bad, not bad, but not great. I've never heard uh, it pronounced. Uwusu Koromora. I've never heard it pronounced. So I, I know guessed. it's Uwusu. I don't know. I don't know the. the, the I name. think it's Korom. I got Koromora right. I'm pretty sure. Koromora. You added an extra R there. I did. After the M, oh. you said Koromora. There's an M O A H. I, I think that's my uh, my California accent. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's a great pick. I think he's um I didn't I didn't pick who you were. No, that's who I thought it was gonna be. Oh really? Okay. I thought you thought it was gonna be Baymore. No, I didn't. Uh, uh Benny, you're up. You got the Ravens. The Ravens need desperately need wide receiver help, but there's really not many wide receivers left on the board. There's there's yeah. one good wide receiver left. Yeah, oh there's two. There's two. There's one I, I like a lot. I think that uh I know where I'm going with this pick. Um, if I'm a Ravens, uh, just just lost uh, Matthew Judon to the Patriots. Uh, I'm going Jalen Phillips from USC, uh, linebacker, edge edge guy. Okay. Um, yeah, that's my pick. I know they need receivers, but if, if Rondell Moore is on the board, yep, take Rondell Moore. But he's already gone. You picked him. So I'm going Jalen Phillips, edge. I can't blame you. I can't blame you. Uh, that's a fine pick. I think they do want to replace Judon's production. Um, they'll probably punt on this year and get receivers in free agency or in the draft next year. I didn't hear Benny. He picked who? Uh, who'd you pick? Jalen Phillips, edge rusher from, from UCLA. Oh, oh, no, he used to go to UCLA. He's from Miami now. Huh. Okay. I thought I was wrong. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I was like, I'm pretty sure he went to Miami, but. No, no, yeah. no, you're right. He 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 did used to go to uh, UCLA though. Okay. Okay, with the Saints. The Saints- oh yeah, he's the guy that switched to Miami to just take their music program, right? <laughs> he's the, that's the guy. Never mind. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> the Saints are on the board here. I think it's going to be a. T- I like that pick, by the way, Benny. Uh, I think that the pick is going to be between two people with the Saints. You're either going to l- line up J.C. Horn on the other side of Lattimore and try to lock it down from there. Or you take the only great safety in this draft, the TCU guy, Trevon Morig. 
Thank you. Listen, he's a do everything safety, and Baltimore's blitz heavy scheme relies on quality multi dimensional safety play. This mock had him going to Baltimore. (laughs) I have him going to the Saints, okay? Or I have JC Horn going there. Uh, Listen, here's another thing right here JC Horn's gone. JC Horn's gone. Yeah. Remember, Mm. you got it a while ago. Didn't know that. Forgot about that. Give me Trayvon Morig to the Saints. Uh, they're going to have a bad year next year. Get a good player here. Get a couple good players through the draft and bada bing, bada boom. He'll be back in a few years. Jameis, better than Drew. Uh, you got the you got the, the Packers, Steve. I got the Packers. Who needs- also, only one trade so far in this draft. No more trades? I'm not. I No. You, you had the... Yeah, you had to trade to get your. Uh... You, you you rigged the whole draft to, for for one one trade to make one pick where the yeah. Patriots get Justin Fields. All right, all right I'm gonna make this one that. easy. I your got mic's the... all messed up again, Benny. You sound you sound like you're in a tunnel. I right, heard what I'm you gonna... said, but it's it sounds terrible. What are you who are you picking? <laughs> I'm gonna pick uh, Asante Samuel Jr. You know, before you give any description of that pick, I'd like to say, you know, in 2007, his papa was on my New England Patriots. And everybody remembers the Tyree catch for good reason. Eli Manning should have been ruled down, by the way, but he wasn't. The Tyree catch, phenomenal catch. Um, but a few plays before that, Asante Samuel had a pick go through his hands that would have ended the season, that would have won the Patriots the, you know, the, the undefeated year. And I'll never re- re- forgive him for that. So even though his son is not him, and I think his son's a lot better tackler than he is actually, I'm not a fan. The lineage does not add up for me, my friend. Although, listen, I think he's going to be a good corner. I think that's a good pick. Uh, by the way, huge need for, for Green Bay. Talk about uh, <laughs> that that game against the against the Bucks in the playoffs. Woo-wee! All right. We don't live the past here. We don't think about the future. That was a hell of a – that was a hell of a game. Okay. Am I up or is Benny – it is Benny. I'm up with the Bills, okay? okay? The Bills, okay. So, they got, they're got they good at wide receiver. They got Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley. Um, they – running back, they, they took Devin Singletary – or they took Zach Moss last year, I believe, and Devin Singletary the year before. Not, not, not picking running back here. Defense is stacked. That I think maybe some they could use some edge help. But I'm going Elijah Vera Tucker. Do you keep moving your phone and stuff when you're talking real quick? Elijah Vera Tucker. He's Uh, already been drafted. By who? Steve Uh, took him. Yeah, I took him at 14. Oh, fuck you, Steve. I'll tell you right now. All right, fine. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go Alex Leatherwood. Total different position, but okay. (laughs) What position does he actually want? Oh, he's he's a tackle from Alabama. Never mind. No, Leatherwood's a center, isn't he? No. I don't think so. Are you sure he didn't play center? He might have, but I think he's listed as a tackle. Okay. I don't know. I was going to say he you might should have. Dylan Raddins or whatever from North Dakota State. That's who everybody has uh, ranked highlight. Well, down. we're not everyone. Sterling. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We, we've done a lot of research on these players, you know? <laughs> All right, Sterling, your pick. Your favorite team. Uh, Chiefs forfeit the pick for cheating. <laughs> Your favorite team. I'm just kidding. Uh, I think they're going to take 
defense. Uh, you know, they, you know who I actually think they're going to take? Who? And this is probably an over overdraft. I think they're going to take Walker Little, uh, tackle from Stanford. Super high upside. He's only played like one game in the last two years. I think they but might actually take him. After his like freshman year, he was looked at as this freak. He's a monster. He's six foot seven, I think. Um, now, I don't know if he this could be a failure, but their tackles were so abysmal in that Super Bowl that I think they want to wipe the slate clean. They brought in uh, Tunia guard. They changed their tackles up already. I think I can't remember. They signed somebody, right? Don't remember who they signed. Uh, I think they need this. If this guy pans out, uh, you got to steal here because if he pl- if he wasn't injured the last few years or if he didn't opt out this year and he played well, we'd be talking if, with about him like we're talking to, in Slater and Sewell as being the t- a top three. Walker Literal's for real. Uh, there is chances that it's a, a bust because of um, you know playtime, but I think that's the smartest pick for them to take. I, I think they're going to move down realistically. I don't have a trade partner for them though. He's pl- he's only played in more than one game. He hasn't played in think, more than one game since the 2018 season. I think they're going to take an offensive line here. I mean, they yeah. clearly need it. Yeah. I, I can see them just taking best available, and I think he'll be there. So that, if he if he has a high upside, so it would be a good pick. Super high ceiling. And then finally, hey. we have the Bucks. And before you guys draft this, uh, because this is the final pick, and you can pick whoever you want here, do the Bucks have a need? Uh, no, because they got rot everyone back because the the cap is cap made up. Matter. Yeah, it's an imaginary uh, number, like our our own imaginary numbers. And so, who do you think lines. they take here? You got more. You got Tony if you wanted that. You have Etn if you want a running back. You have uh, you you have some of those secondary guys still available. We didn't draft all five corners, right? I don't think we did. So you still have a you still have at least one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, there's still a ton of talent on, on the line that hasn't gone. I don't think. Did anybody take um, – did anybody draft – where is he? I picked all the picks, so I can tell you. Christian Barrymore? Uh, that's who I was going to pick because he's best available player. Yeah, where is he ranked on people's draft? Like, I, I'm looking 12. at these mo- – Yeah. If he's there – I don't think he's there. I think we just skipped over him. But if he's there, they're definitely taking him, right? Yeah, that's why I said I was just going to pick him because, I mean, they could, they could definitely use help. Not like they need the help, but, like, he would be a great addition – <laughs> at, at his position so maybe maybe the chiefs take him uh, if he's there i think the chiefs take him uh, yeah if he's there i feel like some team that wasn't planning to pick that position is going to take him like i could honestly the bills could take him uh the browns could take him like i th- there's so many teams in the in the t- 21 to 20 what <laughs> like to the 30th pick like I, he's if he actually fell he would not make it to the last pick barmore yeah. Yeah. No, so I'm gonna pick him stud. because that's who I was gonna pick, certainly, but he uh best available player because they're you get the last pick, you you if there's a need there, but if not, I feel like you just take best player. Can we can we uh say that they or I guess this isn't the uh, we already passed the Chiefs, but should the Chiefs not have taken Clyde last year? No, definitely yeah, not. I don't think you should ever yeah, take a running back. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Yeah. They were at the same position that the Bucks are in this year pretty much. They didn't expect yeah. that. They didn't expect players to opt out on their offensive line or for, you know, their their tackles to get hurt or for any of that, right? Um, they thought they were picking in luxury. Yeah, which is what the Bucks are doing right now. And I would say that the Bucks are in a little better spot because all 22 starters are back, but 
Um, another person that could be drafted here realistically is if they want Kellen Mond, right? Because yeah, Brady, yeah. Brady's got two years left probably. Um, mm-hmm. And so you might want the successor early. Although I think that that's not it. They can, they can draft a quarterback yeah. whenever. Um, the, but yeah. the most picked, someone took a mock draft and just took all the mock drafts and picked which ones they would pick first. And uh, the running back had a Clemson, Travis. Like he, that's who they have them picking. Etn. Yeah, that's just they just took all the mock mock drafts and what whoever's the most picked player. That's how they made this mock draft. So that's that's who I guess is getting mocked the most of them. But I really don't think they need a running back. I don't either. They just signed Clyde or not Clyde. Sorry, um, Gus had no, not Gus. Jesus, Giovanni Bernard. Thank you. Yeah, who's really good. Yeah, like, yeah, he's a, he's a pass catching bag, which is what they needed the most. He he's insanely good. Like he's much. I honestly, he's probably better than most people in this draft. Like, probably everyone. Because he James can, White two point We can honestly, see how well he plays. He'll probably White, be better than James White. I'm surprised that they didn't go after James White. Uh oh, real quick. Anything else about the draft? No. Did any of you guys Solid. see just just quick move around sports thing? Did you anybody of you guys see Joel or Joel Embiid's? Uh, almost game tying three from yesterday. Yeah, that's insane. No. Oh my god! If that oh, shot would have gone in, it would have been the best shot in the history of basketball, and nothing would ever come close. Um, I'm gonna send this to you, Benny. Okay. And I want you to watch this, okay? Um, and on then, Twitter, or... I'm just gonna I'm just gonna send it. In Is the chat. Doge still going up or what? No, it's down fifty percent today. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the it's crash, a it's a Bitcoin. So. The crash of Doge. <laughs> I hate cryptocurrency. I'm so, uh, I'm so bitter. I just posted it in the chat, Benny. But uh, okay. we don't need All an right. instant reaction. You can watch it after we're done with this. But okay, that is our podcast this time. Uh, anything else? We need? Oh, Jake Paul yeah. has officially ruined boxing. Boxing is over. It's, it's, yeah, it's a joke it's, now. Yeah, a beautiful sport that was literally in the 50s and 60s. It was up there with baseball for being the biggest sport in America. You had, it should, it should be bigger too. You have the most iconic athlete, maybe of all time in Muhammad Ali from that sport. And now people only care about celebrity boxing. Uh, you know who to blame? You blame the promoters because what they've done for the last 30 years or so is they've ran away from big fights. Cause they don't want their guy to get an L on their, on his card. Uh, it happened with Floyd. He, he ran from Pacquiao for 10 years until Pacquiao was a little washed up. He ran from a lot of people in their prime. And then he finally fought Pacquiao when it was too late. Then he goes to celebrity boxing with McGregor. That's a joke. And now Jake Paul is, is doing jokes. Logan Paul's fighting Floyd in an expedition, quote unquote, an expedition. You know what that tells me? Why doesn't Floyd just give it up? It doesn't affect his record. And he could do a, he could do a three-peat with it, a three-part with it, because it's an expedition. It gets away from his perfect record. It's not a real boxing match. These things are jokes. And, and, they're doing... and Jake Paul gets a fight up to 190, and Floyd can only go to 160. Well, it's Logan Paul, but what's going to – his brother, what's going to happen here, Steve, is I think Floyd beats Logan Paul. Logan Paul's not a good boxer. That sets up the mega fight against Jake Paul, revenging his brother. And that is going to happen. <laughs> it's turning into wrestling. Yeah, it's a joke. It's literally turning into the WWE. Like boxing. Sure, like I, WWE does it on purpose. And yeah. like it's part of their shtick. This is not part of the shtick. It's, just it's embarrassing and it makes me upset because I actually like bo- I actually like boxing a bit. But promoters have ruined it, the sport because they're afraid to make title for good fights. It's it's uh you you very rarely all the belts having 10 different belts to where it's like 
unified yeah. champions almost never happen because one guy with a belt won't fight the other guy with the belt because he doesn't want to lose the belt because it's all that matters. It's just sickening. And uh, I know that's it. That's it with sports. Yeah. Baseball, Benny. Benny's baseball corner. We bring yep, it yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mariners, uh, 12 and 7. Tied for the best record in the AL. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Boys are hot. Just two like years ago, they did that same thing ago. where they started 14 and 2. Don't I, I remember. 14 and 2. That sounds amazing. That was two years ago. That. Two years ago. 14 and 2 start. Uh, with Robinson Cano? Yeah, you were actually part of their organization. No, I wasn't. I wasn't at that point. Not at that point. He wasn't. I, no, that was the year because I was living in Lacey. That was, that was two years ago. No, no, no. No, because no, when he was, it was like a year, year and a half ago. No, yeah, that was when, when that was, was when they were there, right? No, because I was living in Tacoma when Benny was still like so, and I only I, I haven't lived here for two years yet. Okay, I I'm gonna say this just because I am factually know this. I went to those Rainier games because I was living in Lacey. Yeah, yeah that, but it, what, year, no, but it... one sec, Benny. I visited my now dead grandmother. Okay, I remember this for a lot of those Mariners games when they started 14 and two, are you saying that my dead grandmother, I'm misremembering right, spending now, now, the final now, now, time now, with now my dead grandmother. Are yeah, you telling me that I'm wrong? Hey, fallacy hey, right here. Like, my final moments with my dead grandmother, Benny. A very emotional moment. And your time, your, your sense of time was off. So, Oh, yeah, sorry, so you're man. saying I'm misremembering that yeah. the, your the grandma's actually moment. alive, Sterling. How do you forget? <laughs> 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 so, like, how'd you forget this? I just talked to her last night. One sec. What year did they start 14 and 2? The Mariners start one sec. The Mariners started 14 and 2. Okay. I said I was getting off at nine. In 2019. Were you on the Rainiers in 2019? Yes or no? At the tail end. Um Sterling actually might be right. <laughs> Because I remember going to those Rainier games. That well, was I was a Rainier game, and I saw was, Benny come. Was was Robinson Cano on that team? I'm not sure. Um, let me see. All right, let's let's take this offline. One sec. No, we're not taking it offline. We are figuring this out right now. Cano was not a member of the Mariners while I was on the Mariners. The two th- no, he was not. He was not on the team that year. That was his first year with the Mets. Here's the schedule: the 2019 Mariners schedule and results. We're going to go like this. Yep. Four, yep. Okay. Here we go. Win, 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 loss, win, 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 loss, win, 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 win. And then they went loss, 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 loss. They went down very fast. They lost 100 straight. They went down very fast. They ended the season 68 and 94. So those 14 wins were actually a large chunk of their wins. Okay. You might, you might be right, Sterling. You weren't, right. on, you weren't we'll playing. We'll you weren't know. playing in Tacoma when they started fourteen and two. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that no, season. No, no. That so, yeah. season, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, I remember, you know, the last few moments of uh, hanging out with my grandma. I remember the year. <laughs> I, I don't have dementia or anything. I'm not. I'm not losing my mind. So uh, thanks, guys. Thanks. Guys. Only one person with dementia. Um. Okay. Me. Well, that concludes another great podcast. We will actually be back next Thursday night. Uh, after the draft, and then we might take a break. I don't know. We're gonna see. We're gonna see what's coming up in the sports world because honestly, talking about uh, we're gonna actually do NBA playoffs. That's coming up, so we actually will be doing that sometime. So, okay, first round reactions next week. We're gonna talk about who we like the best, who we like the least in the draft. See if ESPN does what they've done lately, which is literally just make it tragic watching drafts where they basically say that the the most fucked up things that has happened to these people and their most 
the greatest yeah. accomplishment to date where they're like, this guy grew up without a dad. And it's like, his, his whole just, family was killed in a car accident. Let's go to his live reaction. Yeah. It's like, come on now. <laughs> Why are you doing this? So, yeah. Or like the one guy that was drafted by the Titans a couple years ago and they showed like the video of him, like getting, like getting in a fight with somebody like, uh, in the street, they're like, "This is why he fell all the way to pick 20. This is why he, he would have been a top. Yeah, and they're like, the warning. This is graphic, and it's him. Like, I think, I think his sister got into a fight with somebody, and he started defending her. And basically, yeah, I don't know. The Jeffrey Simmons, you remember that? Is that a bad pick though, or is he good? I, th- I think he's. He's. Uh, I think he's playing well. Okay, right. good. As long as, it didn't, as, long as, as long as it panned out well. Okay. Well, let's hope that they don't do that. I can't believe they've done it like three years in a row. The backlash on Twitter has been hilarious because it's like, you're really just trying to find this person's worst moments oh. and then bring them to light and make them emotional on stage. The um, worst one? Oh, gosh. Um, Laramie Tunsil? Dude. Lar- that made me love Laramie Tunsil forever, dude. That was you ripped, ripped that, dude. <laughs> I want that you. We'll crazy. we'll leave on this party note. Laramie Tunsil slipping that far in the draft to the Dolphins has changed the NFL forever. And Have you watched that video? You is there a video? Of uh, no, of like I'll send you the video on off offline. But there's a whole video on how it's like a team won a Super Bowl based on Laramie Tunsil smoking weed out of a gas mask. Yeah, all these trades that have happened because of that, all those picks that have been involved with him getting traded, he got traded. Remember, Houston gave up two first-rounders for him. Those first-rounders, one of those picks is going to – all those picks now have, like, tumbled down and stuff. And Miami, look at the end hall when all the trades are said and done. They're going to have, like, seven players from this from this hall. So, okay, boys, um, another fantastic episode. This one was good. Liked it a lot. Uh, everybody's still listening, so Brandon, uh, tell us what you think. Tell us what you thought. <laughs> Text me. Okay, thank you, guys.